2: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel. Friend, daughter, podcast host are three of many titles that Helen, Mel, and myself share. Today, we want to explore another role that we all share, which we have not talked about much on this podcast, and that role is uh, as a sister. Yes, the three of us are fortunate to have grown up with either a younger or older sibling, uh, from growing up with either someone to look up to or someone to take care of, having someone to cause havoc with, someone you both love and hate, to someone you have gotten both in and out of trouble with. There is no one in the world who knows you the way that your brother or sister does.
3: And the older that we get, the more we realize how fortunate we are to have our forever friends in life. So today, we'll be sharing our relationships with our
1: siblings. My older sister, Janet's younger sister, and Mel's younger brother. All right, so let's just dive right in. So um, do, you guys, do you ladies want to share if you have an older sibling or a younger sibling and your age difference?
2: Yes. So um, I have a younger sister. Mm-hmm. And she is only two and a half years younger than I am. So we're quite close in age. Mm.
3: I have one sister and a brother-in-law, since my sister is married. But I will focus on my sister, Annie, today. Uh, in terms of age, she is a little shy of two years older than me. So also, like Janet, not too far in age. But yeah, she's my big sis. She's
1: my big sist. <laughs> sis.
3: Sis?
0: Sis?
1: <laughs> she's not my sis. <laughs> she's my sis. S-s-s-s. Wait, are Patty and Helen the same age? Yeah, They're the same year. Oh. 87.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Annie is 86, February. Oh, and I'm 85.
1: Close age? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so for me, I have a younger brother who is six and a half years younger than me. His name is Brandon, and he is 23, 24. Mm.
3: Good okay, sister.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops. All right, he's
3: in
2: his tw- early 20s. He's yeah. in his early, early 20s. 20s. Yeah. Okay. And then Helen and myself and our sisters are all in our 30s mm. now. Yes.
1: So, so pretty much, um, it seems like so Jan and Helen both have sisters, and I have a brother. Yes. But what Jan and I share is we're both older siblings. We're both older
2: siblings. And I'm and
1: a baby.
3: You're the, She's baby. the baby. Bye bye.
2: So, why don't we describe for our listeners from our perspective mm. to introduce our siblings? Mm. All, all right. Annie? So,
3: I yes. will introduce Annie. Um, I don't think I've, I've, I think I'm going to say nice things about her, but she might not have heard these things before. So hello, Annie. Uh, She is a pretty incredible human being. I mean, both of you know her. She is one of my best friends for sure. And if I were to describe her in one word, without a doubt, I would say nurturing. Mm. Yes, she is the oldest of all the cousins on both my mom and my dad's side. So we have eleven cousins, oh, wow. and maybe because she's always had that role, we've always looked at her mm. as like the big sis for all of us. <laughs> I keep saying sis, and <laughs> I hear sis, <laughs> but trust me, the t's not there. But I would say that her like nurturing side truly comes out when you have to share something with her because she is a deep listener, and she will genuinely feel and care for you, and you can feel it too when you when you want to be vulnerable with her. She is someone who barely complains and doesn't get boggled down by negativity. And I think it's because she's happy with her environment and is incredibly grateful for what she has. She has a family, a dog, the support of family, good health, and a happy home. Um, and I think instead of looking around and saying, you know, I'm lacking something, she's instead very grounded in reality and can find a way to spin anything to be positive or at least like kind of neutral. Mm-hmm. I think in terms of like, extrovertedness or introvertedness uh i would say she's probably a little more shy than me Mm -hmm. around people she doesn't know but once she's comfortable around you she is a freaking dork yeah you a dork you hear that like she's super silly and weird and if you ask ray her husband annie and i are probably the weirdest people he knows when we're together
1: and yeah i love that yeah I know, we love Annie. For those who don't know, Helen calls Annie almost every single day, twice a a day. Sometimes during our meetings, sorry. (laughs) But we love it because we get to see the kids, and Annie always, like, picks up, and she's... I think Annie's someone I feel like we're really familiar with, Mm -hmm. too, now, and, like, she feels, like, really comfortable to be around. Yeah, definitely
2: very calming, big sister vibes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. How would you describe if you, like, your similarities and your differences? So, what's... I feel like we're actually pretty different, Mm.
3: um... Just in terms of like, even like me moving to LA and wanting to, and not feeling, I felt like kind of stuck when Mm. I was back in Boston. I feel like she is someone who grew up more aware of family than Mm. maybe I was and wanting to be close to family. So she kind of stayed there, got married, had kids, and she's there now. And she's thinking about moving to California, but um, that wasn't her, like she wasn't itching to get out of Boston Mm -hmm. versus I was. Where I think we are very similar, even though we're pretty different if you were to meet us we have the same exact taste in things. I think our style mm. looks different. Mm-hmm. Our, um, mm. The way we carry ourselves is a little bit different. But I remember when she got engaged, mm-hmm. her fiancé then had asked me what ring would Annie want. And for some reason, you could give us a wall of something, and we would always pick the exact same thing. Just in terms of like style, like yeah. knowing what we like or what mm-hmm. looks good. So I shopped honestly for my own ring, for her <laughs> ring. And he picked that ring and she loved it. And it looks very similar to my ring. Yeah. So there is something weird there where, um, yeah, we're pretty we're pretty different in terms of like personality to the outside world. Mm-hmm. But I think just in terms of our taste, it's pretty similar.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I also noticed with you and Annie is like you guys have the same like beach pattern or then when you guys when you guys talk you guys mm. sound similar to me yeah a lot of people say that yeah we sound is, similar which is kind of cool i don't yeah. know why i think it's like interesting i mean
3: sometimes i hear her, i'm
1: like bitch i sound like you mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: she sounds the same to me she's like ew i sound like that <laughs> do you think you guys look alike i know she well kind of we have the same nose we call it the woo nose because yes. our nose is flat af <laughs> but we have like no bridge and, um, and it's like a, uh, I guess, I don't know. What would you, what would you call this? Like, like kind a of flared nose. out A button nose. Oh, button nose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my mom, it's like, I think it comes from my mom's side. But mm-hmm. she looks a lot like my mom. And mm-hmm. a lot of people say I look like my dad. Mm-hmm. Even in terms of the fairness of her skin, she's extremely fair. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I get freaking dark when it gets uh mm. when it's summertime mm. so yeah I feel like we're we took on
1: different genes mm-hmm. from our parents but Annie also partied like Helen
3: <laughs> she was the one that said to me when I first started drinking Helen we only drink Patron <laughs> <laughs> and, and taught you well yeah well we don't drink Patron anymore but <laughs> yeah she was a she's a party animal
1: you can't tell now though she's a mama yeah I mean she still, but well, she's still yeah. You could,
2: yeah, yeah she'll still have fun you can
1: tell oh yeah yeah so how about for you Mel okay so when it comes to my brother brandon we are opposites we are opposites when it comes to our personalities and you both meet you both met him i feel like i'm an extrovert and he is definitely an introvert like i'm super talkative and he's like my brother's really nice and he's social but i think he just he definitely is more like an introvert and even as kids like i would be the one okay with strangers or like my parents friends when they come over my brother would always be hiding in our room or his room, mm. and he'd be kind of, like, hesitant to come out. So I'm just like, ugh, you're so, like, not a people person. Yeah. But I will say things have – he has definitely changed as he's gone, as he's gone older. Um, I would say right now he's definitely grown up to be such an ambitious kid. Uh, my brother and I, like, all Asian kids, like, pushed ourselves in school super hard. But my mom used to say and joke around that, like, I naturally understood things, like, just, like, like biology or all the math, quicker quickly, quickly. – but my brother's the type to be really diligent and just like spend time to actually like to want to properly understand Mm. versus for me, I could get in like half an hour. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that anymore, but um, that's what my mom said. Two minutes now. I know it's more like, huh? (laughs) But but my brother is a person that he works really hard Mm. and he got into all the colleges he applied to. Like Mm. he is that kid. Smarty pants. He is freaking smart. Um, I also think he is an extremely thoughtful person. Like, and very tenderhearted and so much more patient than i am like when i'm back at home he's like very like he's just like a super chill like super i don't know just i'm yeah. more like oh my god this is happening and i'm so stressed out and he's like melody it's okay it's fine <laughs> but he talks just like that <laughs> oh my right? god she's gonna hear this and be like come on we, we his girlfriend and i make fun of him all the time though because we're like bro he <laughs> talks like that when you guys hear him he talks like that um and i just think he's just such a like My brother's such a good heart. Like, I remember when my grandpa would, like, be staying with us in um, California from Taiwan. My brother would always make an an effort to go on evening walks with my grandpa.
2: Because
1: my grandpa would like like to go on walks every day. And my brother, it doesn't matter what he's doing. If he's working on homework or whatever, he'll just carve out that time to go on walks around the neighborhood with my grandpa from a young age. And my brother's Mandarin also is much worse than mine. Mm -hmm. And so the communication is kind of difficult for my grandpa and him. But... He'll make an effort. Um, so I feel like he definitely has that really good quality that I'm like, man, you're like you're such a good person. Yeah. The last thing I guess I could say about him is like, he's freaking tall. Like, oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. we're really opposites when it comes to height. He's yeah. more than
2: a foot taller than you. He literally <laughs> is.
1: Like, we took a photo. I looked at the photo. I was like, what the F do you like? I'm like, to your like chest or your stomach. Yeah. Wait, how, how tall is he? I think he's like 6'2", 6'3". 6'2". Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, I, I don't realize it. But they're because we share the same bathroom at home. So when I go home and like I brush my teeth, and we'll be like sharing the bathroom and brush our teeth, I'm just like, and I look in the mirror, I'm like, what <laughs> the f, dude? Like, how are you this tall? Yeah. Like, why am I so short? <laughs> like, I don't understand. But he took all the the height genes. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I I guess the thing we have in common that I think we're both sensitive people. Mm-hmm. I think we get that from my mom from our mom. Mm-hmm. But personality-wise, we're very different. Like I'm talkative, blah blah blah, and he's like, he's more intuitive uh, no, not t- what's the opposite of talkative he's not talkative. introspective <laughs> he's more introspective, introspective. yes yeah. he's very intimate. i feel yeah. like
3: he's like a, a deep a deeper yeah. type person yeah yeah not saying you surface level girl. Yeah. but you, <laughs> know. Too.
1: But you guys <laughs> both met him like yeah, yeah no i've yeah. met him
3: before. we both have met him we have had like dinner at your place twice yeah. now right yeah. and i feel like every time we see him it's just like i feel like i want to like mess with him he's like he has like actually younger brother yeah but like Taller, yeah yeah, 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 and I sense like a warmness from yeah. him, like a very easygoing, uh, like
2: kindness to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that his like physical persona is almost a little opposite than his like personality because he's so tall, and yeah. he, like there's this kind of thing that you're like, oh, he's like kind of more intimidating, but then yeah. you talk to him, and he's like so sweet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kind.
3: You mess with him so much every time you're I know. There. <laughs> that's the one thing I remember. You're like, damn, damn, Brandon, like mm, you've been working out. I'm like, oh, that's weird, but. <laughs> But you would like you would pick on him a lot. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize like I didn't realize I was mean to him growing up. But like, because mm. I think you guys were over for dinner, and I was like, oh, I'm such a good sister. they are like, just joking around. He was like. No, Mel. Remember, used to make fun of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, I did. He's like, Yeah, you make fun of me sinking. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, like sinking, like
2: swimming, sinking, or like singing. Oh, singing, oh. singing.
1: I was like, No, I didn't. But I guess I did. Whatever. Oh. I think it's a
2: little bit of your personality. Like that's kind of how you form a bond with someone. You yeah. pick at them yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah. for him, he's more sensitive. Like you know, yeah. as a kid, you might be like, Oh, yeah, I'm being picked on. But he knows it's all love. Yeah.
3: Um, but how about I um, hope you didn't psychologically yeah. <laughs> well, maybe maybe there's a conversation you can have with him
1: yeah on the podcast later I
3: think he's okay <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be the best time to ask oh this is a good question to ask later
2: okay how about Jay we know that there's Patty or Patricia yeah yeah so um, a lot of people who meet us think that we are like complete opposites um, she is a bit more extroverted at least if you get to know her mm-hmm. otherwise she's incredibly like even more quiet than I am but generally speaking when we're around like family and stuff she's pretty extroverted, very talkative, always like getting to know hugging everyone when we're, you know, coming in and greeting everyone. Um, She's definitely sassier than I am. Mm. Or she has a different type of sass. Um, and her, her humor can actually be kind of like pretty harsh. Like she kind of eggs you on a little bit or nags you on a little bit um, in terms of her sense of humor. And if I had to kind of simplify it, I think I'd generalize our personas when we were growing up as I was kind of the typical older sister who Mm -hmm. always followed the rules and was like overachieving and she was like the rebellious younger baby of the family. Mm -hmm. My mom used to complain that getting us to school in the morning was such a frustrating experience for her because I was always like super anxious and like, we're going to be late. We have to be there. It's the first day of school, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, let's go hurry. And then my sister would be like sluggishly crawling out of bed and like, Mom, my stomach hurts. Oh my I don't think I can go to school today. So she was like torn between these two opposites. That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my yeah. relationship with Annie. Oh, oh really? my gosh. Yeah, yeah. actually, so as you much. were describing your relationship with Annie, I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of similarities there. <laughs> Um, yeah. So as I had mentioned, she's kind of known for being more rebellious. In high school, she had dyed hair, multiple piercings. Wow. She got these like big tattoos on her hips without permission from my, Whoa. my parents. What? She would go to concerts and come back bruised from going in mosh pits and stuff. Um, so she has this kind of like more like kind of harsh exterior, I think, that people mm-hmm. kind of on the surface perceive, and that I have maybe more of like a polite, reserved, mm-hmm. and like follow the rule kind of on on the surface. Um, but here's the thing. So she has that roughness about her, but deep down, like people who really know us also like know that she is incredibly soft. Yeah, She loves animals ever since she was little. So she, when it comes to animals and babies, she's so maternal. And the kind of like running joke in our family is that I'm like the cold she calls me like the ice queen. So, oh. <laughs> like Elsa? Uh, yeah. Like with like when they had like dogs and stuff, she's always like, why don't you play with the dogs? And I'm very just like, I coexist with the dog, you know, and I'll maybe, <laughs> I'll maybe play with them a little bit and I'll be like, okay, now they, now we can like chill. And then, and then when my cousin had babies, like she, both her and my cousin were so like natural with holding the baby and all these things. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't mm. want to break it, you yeah. know? So there's kind of that, that, mm. that duality. Um, And she's also incredibly, like, witty and smart, but in a very relatable way. And I think that is a thing that is, um, when we were growing up, I was the one who was, she was naturally smarter, but didn't care to work so hard. Mm -hmm. She she cared more to experience the present. And I was the one who was, like, naturally not as smart, but really, really focused on working hard. Mm -hmm. So we had kind of that interesting dynamic. But I would say our shared our shared experience when we were growing up, because we were so close in age, there was a period where people would mistaken us for twins because my mm. mom would like dress us the same. And even to this day, even though we've kind of grown up and become a little bit different, I think the core of who we are and our family values and, and the center of like our heart, like I, I would say, I don't know how to, there's like a way to say it in Chinese, but my dad says that we're both like very soft hearted. Mm. And that is something that I could see mm. that we share. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know Patty was like that. I know, right? wild. Yeah, it's like <laughs> big tattoos on her hits hello. Yeah, yeah. she's wow. cute, Two large roses, yeah. um, and actually, when I when I talked to her about it, I realized she she said it was because um so our she was very close to my mom's mom, mm-hmm. and our growing up, my grandmother always had rose gardens, and it was uh, like a thing, yeah. So it's like this thing that like seems so like harsh and like badass, badass and she's yeah. like, no, it's actually a very soft person. <laughs> so we've only met her like a few times, yeah. Uh, once for Christmas,
1: and I forget one. I think it was one other time. Um, so off-the-mic off the event,
3: oh yeah, she oh, yeah. she agreed
1: to be. Um, so this is really funny because I, I this is I'm like oh, Patty's fun or funny. I think Janet asked Patty if she could help volunteer and sell her shirts. Oh, and right. then Patty's like, yeah, I'll be your t-shirt, bitch. Or something like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just the way she said t-shirt,
1: it. T-shirt, t-shirt. I heard teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> t-shirt, bitch. <laughs> I'll
2: be your teacher, bitch. <laughs>
3: Yes, and yeah, and I think I could see that, like, wild side from
2: her, yeah. but I don't think it ever, like, fully came out, like, around us. Yeah. yeah. She's still, she's she's still fun, I think, though. kind she's of. She's super fun, yeah. Yeah, she, she still has, I think, we both have that when we're around people we don't really know. Yeah. Still yet, we're a little bit more reserved. reserved. Yeah, yeah, that. I mean, same, same with Annie and, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Brandon, too,
3: yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you share your childhood experience? It, Mel, were you close
1: to Brandon growing up? So, growing up, we were not super close. I wonder if it's because, because of our age difference. Mm-hmm. Um I used to be so annoyed of him because he was a crybaby. Like, literally, like, he'd cry all the time. He would cry all the time and, like, get other people in trouble because they'd make him cry. And I'm
2: just like, God, you're so... Oh, he's a sensitive, sensitive soul.
1: Mm. yeah yeah <laughs> stop picking on him yeah. now. He, <laughs> he would been uh, brandon from now on yeah um but i do i do think we got closer when i started college and he mm. would i think he was in high school or maybe like tell in a middle school but he'll come to me for fashion advice i mean oh. that's when you start caring oh. you know he's like "Melody, what should i like what should i wear for picture day I'm like <laughs> all right first off we're gonna cut that cut that uh, that voice <laughs> it's hard because whenever i talk of like when i when i talk about him like i t- i talk like in his voice yeah, yeah and like do. my whole family knows like i, I could sound like him I I think it sounds pretty <laughs> yeah. accurate. So we would start shopping together. Like when my parents and I, would, when our family would go to the mall, my brother and I would go to one place and my parents would go to one place. And I think naturally, you know, also him liking girls, you know, it became a topic of discussion, which led to other things. So mm-hmm. I think as we got older, we got closer because we just started talking about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think of one thing my brother and I started doing uh, was like as sibling bonding that we kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional, but i got him into running man this korean show that i kind of showed you both and he was like oh wow i didn't think this is i didn't know this is so funny so it would be a show we'd watch all the time and i think during that time the reason why we also got close was that i was going to community college so i lived at home so we were both home for longer periods of time so we watched tv at night together brought us closer we'd laugh and just joke around and i would say now we're pretty close and you know we don't talk every day but we do text pretty frequently you know, he'll go to me for a career advice and we actually share a lot of interest for Asian American like content and identity. Like he'll send me books. And for Christmas, so funny, we both like gifted each other for the first time because we're not only gift givers. We both gave each other Asian American books to read so i'm just like oh wow i love to have it's nice to have someone who's like on the same page of our interest and we could just like share articles with each other and be like oh my god you read about this She's like what do you yeah. think about this so literally same page what book did you lol
3: what book did you get him and vice versa
1: i got him uh everything i never told you by celeste Ng and uh, a book called big little man and he gave me um convenience Store a woman in hmm. another book talking about like uh race uh, not asian american it's called between the world and me that's cute. Do you get him big little man for a reason? <laughs> actually, no. I actually asked my friend Andrew, like, give me some books about mm. Asian American, like, male, like, identity or anything with, like, mm. m- like, being a man. And he gave me that book. So <laughs> my brother is a big, big man, though. Uh, but yeah, I think now we're, I would say we're pretty close because of our interests. And just, like, I think now he's an adult. So it feels like we're on yeah. the same page with things. So that is my relationship, my little brother. How about you, Janet?
2: So... Because my sister and I were pretty close in age growing up, like two and a half years, Mm. um, when we were younger, we were very, very close. Like I said, my mom used to dress us up in the same outfits and we would go out, strangers would think that we were twins. Oh. Um, and we also shared a room all the way until I was like maybe 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. So we were super, super close. And, you know, growing up at that age also, like our friend group was the same as well because, you mm-hmm. know, like we had, uh, we grew up on a street where there were like other families and other kids. So always the same group. Um, But then when we went into our teenage years and slowly like I went to a middle school and she was in elementary school that's when we started to kind of develop more independently. Mm. Um, And so our independent development kind of continued until maybe like I was like shortly after college when I started working, then we started kind of like kind of talking a little bit more but even then it was still very much I feel like our 20s we were focused on developing individually separately. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, once I moved back to l a in the last like seven or eight years, we got a lot closer again and especially because there was a period of time in in those years where we both were back at home living together for I think the cumulative was like a couple months to a year or so. Um, and also around that time of our lives, like my uh, cousins started having kids, so it just like naturally we started spending time as a nuclear family more mm-hmm. and then also as extended family more. So nowadays like we're still not big phone people, but I definitely. Like we would still see each other almost on like a weekly or biweekly basis when we visit our parents. Um, yeah, and, and we always now like will do co-presents for my niece and nephew for like birthdays Aww. and Christmases and all that kind of stuff. So we're definitely a lot more integrated in each other's lives. And I I suspect that once we, you know, move on and develop our own families that that will get even closer.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. Yay, sister. <laughs>
2: How about you, Miss Helen? So from my memory, we were actually not close
3: at all when we were growing up. I think similar to what you were saying, Jay, because we were so close in age. Uh, maybe when we were babies, I'm sure we were friends but <laughs> forced friends but definitely by the time I hit like middle school high school we fought physically and we would throw chairs at each other and we like oh, hated each did. other yeah. yeah I actually went to the same high school as her and we overlapped for two years and we never hung out outside of volleyball we both played I think overlapped for maybe one year and maybe it was like extra weird when I started liking the guys in her grade oh, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, maybe that's I why can, yeah. but I could tell she was like why are you around all the time because <laughs> he's hot <laughs> But we were also pretty different in my eyes. Like I always saw her as the goody two-shoes, always getting good grades and not having to stay up to study until like 3 a.m. like I did. Mm. She hung around non-troublesome friends who had good families and were also family friends, whereas I hung around people that were skipping school and up to no good. I think I was a very angsty teenager, Mm. and I'd say that I hated being around family. I was rude to my parents. I got in trouble at school. And I still remember these words so clearly. She would always say to me, what the fuck is wrong with you, Helen? <laughs> and I could still like feel those words because mm. she would say it so often, but it was for a good reason, you know? Mm. And Like I was not a good kid and it wasn't until we both went to college. Mm. We went to the same college, but I lived on campus and she lived at home um that I think that really started to make me appreciate her mm. the fact that that distance made me feel so much closer to her mm. as contradictory as that, you know, statement is but it made me appreciate the fact that I had her in my life and to also just not take her for granted which sometimes you do you know with people who are constantly close to you yeah. or around you yep. in your life and so ever since I moved to LA our relationship has only grown exponentially with more distance <laughs> and yeah I would say that now she is one of my best friends which I would
2: not have said when I was in high school there was yeah. no way
3: you know yeah. but it's yeah it's it's pretty cool I,
2: I do think that's fascinating how the more time you spent apart the closer that you got yeah. and the older that you got mm-hmm. like the more that you kind of uh, maybe the more you start to realize like how unique your relation or how special it is. That mm-hmm. You, you yeah. guys are the only sisters that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also makes you realize maybe how unique you are. Mm. And if you share that,
3: that experience and that environment with someone, yeah. then you can always go back to them and feel grounded with yes. them. Mm. Yeah. Cause when you go out into the world, everything mm-hmm. is new. No one really knows you. And it's yeah. like the people who really know you best are the people from home. Yeah. So yeah. you feel a connection with them. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Do you both, um, as you can see, if you both are sisters and have someone really close in age as your, like, older, younger sibling, do you feel like you guys didn't get along as younger kids because you felt like you guys blended into your identity? You're like, I'm also my mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. and, like, I'm tired of people kind of grouping us together or, like, because I'm like with you, Helen, like, Annie was like, why are you hanging out with my friends? you are my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. people. Like, why are you intruding that? Yeah. And you said, like, Janet, like, your mom addressed you and Patty in the, the same thing. <laughs> yeah. The reason I asked that is, like, I never had that issue with Brandon because we were both very different yeah and, like, He's a boy, I'm a girl. Yeah. And then we ran in completely different circles of our age. Mm.
3: There's a part of me that feels like uh, a lot of that angst also comes from you're kind of the same age yeah. and you're going through your temperamental teenage mm, yeah. developmental years. Yeah. And it's easy to take things out on people that are closest to you. That's true. Very true. So a sister is someone where you can like lash out at and you'd yep. be like, you're still going to love me anyway. Yeah. You know? And you yeah. kind of like take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I think that's very true. Um, and I definitely, I I can say, I think my sister and I both did that to each other. Yeah. And probably, and to answer your question, Mel, yes, I definitely felt that tension of identity. And I don't know if she felt it so much because I was the older sister. Mm. So as the older sister, I hit the age where I wanted to be on my own mm. first. <laughs> and I think she was still, there was a year across where I remember her still kind of being like, wait, why... Why, why can't I come along? You know, yeah. why can't I do this? And I was like, I need my own space. Yeah. So sometimes I think back and I feel so guilty about that. But I also, I think that's like a natural. Oh, like, I think growing. that was me
3: too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But there is something with like close, like proximity of age, and just yeah. growing and feeling like you have to like the, like the younger sister always has to. You're always being compared to the older sister. Mm-hmm. That is another thing I yeah. think
2: that's natural in families. Is that yeah, people, your parents and mm-hmm. and aunts and uncles will naturally compare. So you get kind of a natural like tension with each other sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. So this is like conversations are really fascinating to me because I'm just like you're exposing things or like revealing things. I'm like, oh, I, wow, I, d- I didn't go through this. Like these are these are things that people when close in age and like sit, like same gender maybe like go through mm-hmm. in a family mm-hmm. dynamic that I'm oh, like yeah. oh shit I didn't, I guess yeah. I'm lucky to have Brendan too <laughs> in, 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 in my own way I
2: never like threw a chair at him or like you know it's funny that you say a chair because I distinctly remember I threw a Fisher Price tiny little <laughs> <pink> <laughs> chair. Wait, was it pink It mine was yellow oh <laughs> but I think it's the same chair yeah they're like this big plastic but light because yeah. it's yes. like airy yes yeah. oh my gosh we i threw still the i still remember when i realized what i had done because she fell down and oh. when she turned around i was like oh shit yeah that was not good
3: that's oh. a lot of pressure you threw that chair with <laughs> a light-ass chair but <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: well i see a lot of uh similarities
3: it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i wonder if any for any of you listening out there if you know, you have a sibling that is close to you in age, if you also experience a similar relationship. Yeah.
1: This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. I recently just hit the age of 30. And let me just say that hitting the significant age has me reevaluating my life. The two things I really want to focus on this decade is mindfulness and making solo time for creativity. No matter what 2021 brings you, you could spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare's online classes because time is what we make of it. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Lately, I've been practicing different ways to be intentional in the moment for everything I do. The classes I'm eyeing are Document Your Life, Four Methods to Live Intentionally, and Revolutionary Self-Care. These classes will definitely help me be mindful and set me up for my 30s well. With Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com ABG and get a free trial of premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash
0: ABG. Mm,
3: who doesn't love some honey? I want to introduce you to honey, a free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one to finds to your shopping cart. Doesn't that sound sweet? Whatever it is, Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. And this is where my love for coupon clipping and easy ways to save money really intersect. This is how it works, and trust me, it's like the simplest thing ever. When you check out from your online shopping, the Honey button will drop down if it is one of their 30,000 stores, and you just click apply coupons. If it finds one, it will apply that promo code to your purchase. Honestly, there are no weird caveats here. That's basically it. I recently saved 5% off decorations that we got for Mel's birthday last month, and 5% goes a long way. It got me a cup of coffee. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash A-B-G. That's joinhoney.com slash
0: A-B-G.
2: Hi, ABGs and ABBs. Have you tuned into one of our live shows on stereo yet? If you're enjoying our weekly episodes and looking for more ways to listen to chat with and connect with us, you can do so at our weekly live sessions on an app called stereo. We're excited to be testing out this new format that we're currently doing only on stereo. If you attend these live shows, you'll be able to record messages or questions and send them directly to us during the live and we'll play them and answer them on the spot. For more info, go to our Instagram at AsianBossGirl, click on the link tree in our profile, and tap on the link that says Weekly Live Show on Stereo. We'll be hosting these every Thursday or Friday. Last week, Helen and I talked about women who inspire us. The week before that, Helen and Mel talked about their 30th birthdays. For this week's topic, you'll have to tune in to find out. Again, head to our Instagram account at AsianBossGirl and click on the link that says Weekly Live Show on Stereo to make sure you get an alert when we go live. Join us every week on Stereo. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy?
0: The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin.
1: Okay. So one thing I'm curious about, like, how did you perceive your sibling
2: growing up and how has it changed? Hmm. Okay. So as I mentioned, because she was younger, I think that naturally as an older sister, mm-hmm. my number one thing and in natural inclination was always to feel like I had to protect her. Mm-hmm. Right. And along with feeling like you have to protect someone is feeling a bit inclined to always help them out with things. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking out for this individual. Um, but I can remember specific stages when Silly I could sense that she was becoming her own person and becoming responsible. Mm. Um, so there was this one time in high school, she was in high school and I was in college and we went on this trip to China with her class at that time and so we were, for the first time in a long time, I saw her around all of her friends and I remember there were activities happening that I did not necessarily approve of. Um, and this was also during high school where she was like, not, she was going out with her friends a lot and not necessarily doing a lot of schoolwork. Mm. So I really sat her down. I had like a really serious conversation where I was like, Hey, I'm really worried about you. Or like what, you know, kind of like the Annie's version of like, what the fuck, you know? Um, and I still remember she, like, even though she was younger, she very clearly articulated, look, we have very different perspectives on life you are someone who wants like you value the future and you want to spend the extra time working for that A or whatever, whatever your future self is. I am not going to fail. I'm okay with getting like a B or maybe even like a C plus, but in the moment I want to enjoy, you know? And that's when I realized like, okay, she's making a, um, like she's making a conscious decision to choose the life that she has. Right. Mm. And even when I point out things that I'm like scared about, like if there was like, any other activities her friends were doing, she's like, look, don't worry. Like, I am safe about it. I might be around them, but I also know that she she has, when I say we're both kind of soft at heart and a little bit, there's a little bit of this like, guiltiness to us like the Asian guilt maybe I'm like I knew she wouldn't like push it too hard Mm -hmm. so that was one of the times where I started realizing even from a young age okay she can take care of herself Mm. um and then and now like that we're adults I've also seen that develop even more because she has always been closer to my parents geographically Mm -hmm. and so she's now I noticed that like the thing I used to always feel like I as older sister I had to be in charge of the family or like you know of our generation to make sure parents are okay and she naturally kind of just does a lot of the things Mm. um so I definitely i think our i perceive her now as so much more of an equal mm-hmm. i guess yeah mm-hmm. but her own person yeah yeah oh, that's exactly. cool. that's a
3: very good go patty yeah <laughs> you know what
2: you want girl mm. yeah <laughs>
3: how about you miss helen so how i perceived annie growing up and then how yeah. it has changed i mean i hated her when then and i love her now so yeah. her i think her strengths are something that i envied And I rebelled against because I didn't naturally have those strengths. Mm. But I'm sure it wasn't easy for her to be the older sister either, you know. Um, The way that I perceived her growing up and that I understand more now that I'm older is that she understood and endured more of what my parents had to go through as immigrants. Uh, I recently had a conversation with her after the, the episode with Carla, the psychic episode, if any of you listening has heard that one. And I asked her why Carla might have said that I absorbed a lot of pain for my dad. Because to me, my dad was and is an amazing dad. Like yeah. I've only felt love for him. And she was the one that said, no, I mean, he was working two to three jobs so that mom could take care of us when we were babies. So he wasn't really around that much when we were kids. And I don't remember any of that. So I think because she was always more self-aware and spatially aware than I was, or she had to be because she was older, she had to adopt this very caring and nurturing side of her so naturally. Mm. And I think now that I see her, she is, you know, an incredibly strong woman with strong mental foundations. And she's such an amazing mom to her two kids.
2: Yeah,
3: um, And I definitely, I was like, mm, girl, are you are gonna be a mom? I don't think so. But <laughs> now that I see it, I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. I see your positive qualities shining through now. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't back then when you called me a bitch. <laughs> How about for you, Growing up, I thought he was a crybaby, and that's definitely not the case anymore. <laughs> I've never seen my... I haven't seen my brother cry in a very long time. Mm. I think kind of similar to Janet, like, I don't think I necessarily take on, like, this role. Like, I'm the big sister. I need to have the responsibilities, whatever. But it's more like, I do have this certain idea of, like, I am six and a half years older than you. I want to make sure that I'm, like, I am your older sister. Mm-hmm. And in some ways... I wanted to always showcase strength around him. Mm. And there were a couple times, like, the past few years where I had a break. I I broke down in front of him. Not just because I'm emotional, so I cry. And I just didn't... I remember the first time it happened, I hated crying in front of him. Because I was like, no, like... Oh, you shan't you can't see me like this. Like I let you guys see me like this. But with my little brother, I'm like, I don't want you to see this side of me. Mm. But you know, I cried again. And I think with that experience to see to see how he um took care of me or like was it how he was receptive to it. I'm like, wow, like you're a grown man now and like you know how to handle these emotions and mm. stuff and I'm just like it's like seeing him more as an equal versus like I'm not saying he's below me, but I'm like, I'm older than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of perception has changed. And the difference of my brother and I I think in some ways, Brandon feels like an Annie where he feels so much need of wanting to take care of our parents. And Mm. it's kind of flipped because I'm like, oh, I'm the older one you know but I think the fact I think at a young age my mom would used to like talk to my uncle saying Mel's such a like a free spirit I'm worried too much she's too much of a free spirit my brother is more like he wants to do what he wants but he also wants to make sure he can financially give back to my family Mm -hmm. like he's very like so much he's very concerned about family versus I'm like I'm kind of about family but I want to pursue my passion and that and that will result in me taking care of them that way but that's same as me and Annie yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like kind of like flipped in some ways but Mm um so i think that perception i don't think it's changed it's more like oh wow it's evolved and i didn't know you thought this way or wanted to take care of um, mm-hmm. mom and dad this way so i guess that perception is like kind of like shifting or like mm-hmm. changing and um he's becoming super like reliable like i rely on him now versus before i felt like oh you get to rely on me whatever yeah um but it's just now seeing him more as like you are my equal even though you are much younger but yeah. we are adults in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so that has changed mm-hmm. yeah
3: that's nice. I wonder if Annie says that about me. Helen, you're my younger sister, but I see you as my equal. <laughs> but actually, uh, Annie went, nah, bitch. Because so. yeah. actually, you both made that statement. Yeah. You made that statement yeah. about yeah. Patty, and you just made it about Brandon.
1: Oh, yeah, because we're the older ones. Yeah, yeah. You should ask Annie Annie, later. and I are equal? <laughs> she's like, Aww. you're like a minus. Because <laughs> <laughs> Annie will say something sassy, right? Yeah. She's fun. But I'm pretty sure she sees you as an equal.
2: Yeah. I'm writing the question down. Seriously, okay. she's, she's going to call right after this recording. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about a positive memory that you have with your sibling oof um the first one that
3: came to mind for me was a fairly recent one um and it was being in the same room with her when she gave birth to her first child tyler so he was born on october 10th 2017 and she had let me know on the 9th that she was going into labor the day before and i dropped everything bought a plane ticket and flew out to boston right away and when i got to the hospital i was like oh my god did i miss it is it happening already and learned for the first time that labor isn't what you see in the freaking movies like you don't just mm-hmm. plop out a baby it takes over 24 hours sometimes so i hung out there with them all day and night and when it came time for her to push i was there brushing her hair Aww. um at her head not <laughs> <laughs> hair on
2: one head not the other place oh my god <laughs>
3: i was on the other side okay. <laughs> hell no <laughs> but it was it was amazing and it was a moment that i don't think i'm because at first because for me i'm like there's no way I would allow you in my room like yeah. I don't I don't think I want anyone in there other than my husband but the fact that she was like oh yeah you can come Aww. yeah just just you know if you want to see things like go for it and I'm just like no it's yeah. <laughs> okay That's us cool. yeah stay up here but I cried so hard we were all crying so hard and I just felt so much love for her and I think even that being the first time seeing someone give birth I just mm. like yo women are amazing yeah. And I just respected her so much
2: for doing all that she did to push that baby out. But yeah, that was a very positive experience. Yeah. That's an incredibly like bonding experience yeah. to go through something like that. That's really intense, but that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I love that. Thank you. Aww. How about for you, Mel? What's a positive experience you've had with Brandon?
1: I feel there's so many. It's hard to pinpoint one. I have a really odd story. It includes my cousin who we're actually really close with as well. Mm. I feel like, um to be honest, I don't think I spend as much time as at home that I'd, I'd want to. That So a lot of my memories are with like, like my cousins who were also really close with, so we were back in Taiwan for uh, a summer, and my, my brother is back, my, my family was back, my cousin Chris is back. You guys met Chris, so we usually stay at my grandparents' house, but for some reason, my grandma's sister was like, "Please come over to our house to have a sleepover." And my brother and my cousin, and I were like, "Okay, sure." But going over to like my grandma's sister's house, it was like a completely different experience because like you know your family, everyone does things differently. And my my great aunt's house, like she set the AC at a certain level. And we were literally sweating our, like, asses off at our place. And we were trying to be really polite at the same time because you want to respect your elders. And then she's like, oh, I'll make a smoothie for you guys. She literally, her idea of a smoothie is, like, warm water, like, fruit that has not been in the fridge. I think because back then, like, you don't want to drink cold
2: things. Oh, yeah. Chinese uh, health, kind of best health practices. Yeah. Don't drink cold drinks.
1: But... I don't know why. I just think about this moment. I know it's positive, but this is a story we just always tell when we're at Christmas and like Thanksgiving now. We're like, remember the time we're at Blah, Blah, Blah's house? But she made this smoothie, and all three of us were like, fuck, we're gonna have to drink this? Like, shit. Like, this, this face of like, shit, what do we do? Because, like, we wanna be polite, but like, this is kind of gross at the same time. And,. I think all of us were at this table, like, trying so hard not to laugh because we all knew the thought that was going <laughs> up, on the head, like, We don't want me rude, but this <laughs> still looks kinda gross. So who wants to take the first sip? And like, I don't know why, but that story still cracks us up today. It's just like Aww. remember that one time, so just yeah, like yeah. even though we're far away from each other as like siblings or cousins, like that story still like we bring that back we bring that story up all the time. We're like, Oh my yeah. god, it was hilarious and i think for me when i think of positive memories with my brother it's always like when we're together as like a family or like being in taiwan going to night markets or something oh. with like family in taiwan i think travel is a big thing for us and so whenever we're back when we're together we're always like back in taiwan so oh. that's one story i think of did you drink it yeah we did but but freaking my cousin chris is like oh there's kiwi i'm allergic so he didn't So, he like, ah. so he did. well played so he, well played people the allergic card my brother and i are like
0: shit. <laughs> and
1: so, and it's funny because then we actually went back home and to my grandma and grandpa and my we told a story to my grandma. We're like, your sister uh, made us do this and she was like laughing so hard. She's like, oh my gosh, you had to do that. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, she gets it too. Couldn't you have just added ice in it? No. they She like, they no. didn't i think like maybe because her cultural she was like oh we don't drink yeah ice Wait, know, was it no tasty ice. it was like i don't know it's hot like <laughs> <laughs> like i was literally sweating it's like and fruit i was soup you no know, that's yeah. all I was like you what the fuck like this yeah, is fruit yeah, soup. Yeah. it's like you know the
3: yeah there's yeah.
1: moments when your parents or you're like send a family oh eat this eat this you're like yeah okay you can't out of yeah. politeness you must yeah yeah so that was my story super oh, random but yeah no 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 combing of hairs <laughs> But yeah, how about you, Jay?
2: Oh, similar to you. I feel like I have so many memories with my sister. Um, And I chose one that was a little bit more recent as well. Although not, maybe like a decade ago. Oh my gosh. That's not recent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a third of your life. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I had mentioned before that we were we're really close and then we kind of went through a period where we kind of developed individually and Mm -hmm. then we got close again right so during the time when we were not as close and i was living in san francisco um my parents decided that they wanted to take her and myself back to taiwan for the first time so at this point it was our very first trip back to taiwan Mm -hmm. and they wanted to basically take us around where they grew up and it i still remember like i didn't want to go on this trip because i was in the middle of like trying to transition careers or something Mm -hmm. and I was like this is like a really important time I can't just like leave the country yeah and I think for her she was also kind of like I have like my own stuff going on so it's one of those like you know stereotypical that parents want to take you somewhere and you don't want to go on the family vacation but that trip to this day remains my favorite family trip because I feel like the moment we had to be together and it was like for two weeks it was a long time spending with your family at when you're like in your 20s but there was something about it where we felt it was, like, being transported back to when we were little kids again. Mm. And I just have so many memories of us, like, going to dinner with just the four of us. And then me and my sister in our hotel, I'm just doing stupid shit. Like, we went to the night market and got these, like, these, these like, little pastries that are shaped like animals. Oh. And then we were starting to do, like, puppet shows and stuff. Oh. Like, we're, like, in our 20s playing as if we were, you know, like, when we were kids again. And just, like, laughing over, over silly things. Um, so yeah, that remains to be one of my favorite positive experiences because I feel like in a time when we were kind of developing individually, it reminded us again of how close we were growing up. Yeah, so. yeah. that's so yeah. that is
1: so sweet. <laughs> I thought at first you'd say like pastries but, like the penis shaped ones because oh. they're self oh. Are those <laughs> uh,
2: no? We they, well, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't know what (laughs) night markets Mel's going to,
3: but... (laughs) Late night markets. Yeah, late, late night. (laughs) Well, these are very cute, positive experiences. How about, what is something that you used to fight with your sibling Mm. about?
1: Honestly, I don't remember because it's, to be completely transparent, we haven't fought in a long time. Mm. Um, So, probably something it's probably based on like a different opinions on something. Mm. So... Mm. I don't have an yeah, that answer that's a tough for this one, one. to remember.
2: Hello yeah. For I mean, I think a lot of our fights were just around me being kind of the big sister. Like, you're breaking the rules. You're not doing this right. Or why aren't you doing blah, blah, yeah. blah. But we also fought about stupid trivial stuff. And like Helen, we got physical because we were close in age and close mm-hmm. in size. So, you know, there was yeah. punching and scratching and stuff involved. Um, but yeah, that also stopped when by the time we were like mm-hmm. in grade school or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How about you, Helen? Well,
3: something that I definitely remember is we would be fighting over... Who gets to use the computer? Oh, we only yes. Had yeah. one. And we'd, yeah, and we, we would fight over it. I have a photo where I look so just pissed off standing next to her with my freaking huge ass overbite. But I, I think she was like covering the screen or something. Uh, and she wasn't, or she just wasn't letting me use it. And then mm. my mom snapped a photo, but maybe I can find that one again.
1: <laughs> that sounds really relatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I right? do. I have memories of that as well. Yep, yep. My brother didn't how to use it, didn't know how to use a computer. So I was pretty good as a kid. I was like, cool, Lucky. we're not fighting over this. Actually, <laughs> yeah, because if you're older, you're like, uh, yeah. yeah yeah i'm yeah. the adult
2: here exactly i get to use it
1: now that we're adults all our siblings are adults do you guys still
2: argue today honestly i can't remember the mm-hmm. last time we argued yeah we really don't anymore i think you just now it's like i don't take for granted the time that i have with yeah. I mean, i'm sure we have like small tiffs and stuff but yeah yeah for me and annie we we don't argue anymore but i will say that
3: Something I've noticed is that we're very quick-tempered. So mm-hmm. between the two of us, when something does annoy us, like, you'll hear it from us mm-hmm. right away. But the heat never lasts more than like five minutes. And this was actually something that I had to learn to temper down in my romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Because not a lot of people will get over the harm you cause in that brief moment of rage, like me or Annie can, right? So I've learned to like, count to 10 to calm myself down and reason things out instead. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just because the way that we grew up, we would mm-hmm. just like, lash out at each other and it was quick in, in, in the heat of the moment and then now if that were to ever happen we would just be like <laughs> 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 like afterwards be like yeah yeah you, you shouldn't have done that mm. i don't know it's something stupid but we get over it, like super quick
1: do you only do that with annie yes mm-hmm. yeah actually yeah i think so i never seen you like do that yeah, at yeah. all
3: in our friendship well, I've, flirt- I've had to learn yeah. to calm myself down but, i, I yeah. totally
2: see what you mean it's the idea that like to the person you feel the closest to and love the most, then you feel like you could just, like, do yeah, anything. Yeah, My so I have that dynamic, too.
3: Like, at the end of the day, we know we love each other. Yeah, We're just yeah. like, this, yeah, sure, it's, things piss us off, but yeah. it's,
1: yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I turned 30 recently, and one thing I learned is to leave behind the things that don't mentally work for me and continue to do the things that do work. The biggest thing I don't plan on stopping anytime soon is going to therapy. I gained so much by using talk therapy through BetterHelp, a professional counseling service available for our listeners worldwide, and I would highly encourage it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today and is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. I really enjoy my sessions with my counselor and appreciate how she gives me educational examples of what my body is going through when I'm having anxiety. I typically do monthly video calls with her, but we message in between in case something comes up. So whether you work better with phone, video calls or messaging, BetterHelp has options for you. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and ABG listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com ABG10. That's Better, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Again, you can try it out at BetterHelp.com ABG10.
2: During the winter months, there is nothing quite like a day indoors, spent in your PJs, bundled up on the couch with a good show. When we're not out and about experiencing other worlds and cultures through travel, we can still experience them through shows on services like Acorn TV. Acorn TV is a streaming service that's rooted in British television. It has a rich catalog of exclusive, award-winning series across genres including mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. From production to performances, the series you'll find on Acorn TV are exceptional because they're cleverly written, visually striking, and feature renowned actors like David Tennant and Thandie Newton. If you're a fan of quirky British comedy, then The Other One is a must-watch. It follows two sisters from very different worlds who had no idea the other existed until their father drops dead. And for you Downtown Abbey fans out there, The Other One features a hilarious performance from beloved Sibin Finerman. Plus, you get thousands of hours of new, refreshing content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost, compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. I watch on my phone or cast on my TV and I'm currently into Law & Order UK. Escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use promo code ABG. That's A-C-O-R-N dot T-V. Code ABG to get your first 30 days for free.
3: If you're like me and your favorite outfit these days are either PJs or athleisure wear, hello, I think that is great. However, if you've been rotating the same five outfits every day for the past year, kind of guilty here. you may be feeling like you're in a style rut. So let me tell you about Stitch Fix. They can help you choose new pieces that you're going to love. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you will love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. Basically, you can try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. They have free shipping, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return
0: envelope is included. So if you want to refresh your wardrobe from the comforts of your own home, get started today at stitchfix.com abg, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com abg for 25% off
3: when you keep everything in your fix stitchfix.com a b g
2: how about a moment when your sibling uh was there for you
3: this one was also pretty recent um and i think it was when i was back home last thanksgiving when i opened up to my sister annie about why i was going to therapy And all that I'd been through. And and she kind of just said everything that I needed to hear when I shared it with her. And she made me feel heard. And she made me feel loved. And we ended up talking for like three hours and just like crying together about thinking about random moments that other moments that made us cry, I guess. Um, And yeah, I think that moment was very special to me. And I do feel a lot closer to her now mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's like you've always I've always known that she was there for me but it's weird talking to your your yeah. family about these mm-hmm. things that maybe you go through internally Personally, because yeah. if if they've never heard about it they'd be like uh have you been hiding this from me or why mm-hmm. haven't you talked to me about this before but it's not easy because mm-hmm. they see you a certain way and mm-hmm. then it's almost like am I a different person than you know me and it feels it, it just feels it's a weird feeling yeah you know so when I did open to, up to her about the things that I was struggling with The fact that she was just so understanding and so loving, I was like, shit, you good sister. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes it's really hard to tell your family member something, especially if it's something that you've been struggling with internally because they've never heard that and they feel like they know you. Mm. So the moment that I did tell Annie this, I was, one, afraid that she would judge me a little bit. Um, Two, that she would be worried about Mm. me and I didn't want her worrying about me. Um, and three, maybe love me less or something, you Mm -hmm. know? So it was a very difficult situation. I think for anyone that has opened up about a difficulty in their lives to someone that they love, these are probably the things that run through your mind. Like, oh my gosh, like, are they going to, you know, look at me differently? Are they going to see me, you know, and Mm -hmm. you don't want them to look at you differently because you're the same person. So I think when she was very open to hearing what I had to say and was very nurturing and comforting, I was just like,
1: okay this is this is nice you know this is super nice
3: how about for you Mel?
1: so the one moment i could totally think of right away when i when Brandon was there for me was when I was going through my breakup. I mean, how many years ago was that? Like three years ago? i trying to think about when that episode yeah, came Yeah, when out. that episode came out. <laughs> 20, 20, we were Maybe 20. a little over two years ago. I think.
3: Yeah, so. Uh, so... I like how our lives are tied to our podcast oh episodes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which episode, which season is it? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so it was in 2018 and I think that situation brought my brother and I like, so much closer. At that time, he was attending UCLA, so he was local, so it's nice to have him down in SoCal. But I was having a really hard time and I think you ladies both know that. And I remember there in that time, My roommate was actually out of town for a few days, and I felt like like extremely lonely at home. Mm -hmm. And I called him or I texted him and and asking him, can you can you come over and like can you actually stay the night a couple of days? And he was like really quick to be like, yeah, totally, I'll I'll totally come over. And I picked him up. I think the fact that like I just opened up to him, like I was like really vulnerable, and I I like crying to him. And I think he was just so there for me. You know, I never, I would never have thought that I would be crying to my younger little, my younger brother about a breakup because I think these are, I feel like these are things I would usually just say for girlfriends or people around my age because it's like I still want to protect my image of like back then, like oh, I'm the older sister, like I have my shit together, yeah. and like image. And so me breaking down in front of him was like I was like crap. I I'm I guess I'm doing this. And so I think in that moment I realized how emotionally mature my brother is. Like he was yeah. very like there for me, he like. He, like pat my back and he's like it's okay mel you could just cry like mm-hmm. i know it just warms my heart hearing how much she was there and i think ever since then just changed my perspective on him like wow he's so present for me yeah. and like i was like man he's like so much more mature than a lot of men that i know my age mm. and i'm like this guy is only 20 he was like 21 at that time mm. but it just shows how tender-hearted he he you know he is i think the last thing i do i want to say about, about brandon is that you know growing up i feel like my little brother has always believed in me like mm. Maybe it's because I'm the oldest or our age difference and he just like sees me as like the older one, but he's always he always had like no doubt that I'll be successful, like all the time we talk about. Even like trying to apply for internships when I was in college and even A B G he'll always say things like oh my god that is so awesome you're doing this like I would share with him like what ABG is doing he's like oh Melody, that's so cool like that's so amazing like always like positive like words of encouragement and anytime I share any concern he'll be like you know Melody all of these things you're working for you know you're gonna get it like Mm -hmm. you're gonna get that and it's just a matter of time Mm -hmm. and I feel like moments like this I don't feel like he's a younger sibling he's just Mm -hmm. like He is again my equal, and I feel like how lucky am I to have someone who is younger than me, really, really, truly believe believe in me? Yeah, you know. So I feel who knows you like no one else knows you exactly. And I think I just feel like in some ways, my brother has always been there for me, Mm. right?
2: Oh, I love
0: that. Yeah, that's really Brandon. sweet. Yeah, Brandon, no, you, you, you good. <laughs> right. you, cool, you cool. Yeah, you cool. <laughs> All right, Jay, how about you?
2: Um, okay. I think, along with your theme, Mel, of being the older sibling, I was always accustomed to having, or to being the person that was supporting mm-hmm. and going to her rescue, right? Um, and in my adult years, I have not really cried around her. And the one time that I really remember ha- this happening was kind of when I was going through a lot of my career transitions. I had come home and something happened within our family and I i don't even remember the event, but like she came to me and said, are you okay? And usually I always, whether I am or not, I say yes. And if I need to cry, I'll take my time. But yeah. I couldn't hold it in and I actually told her, I said, no, I'm not okay. And I just like broke down in tears. And... Like, to see the way that she reacted was mm. similar to, to Brent. Like, she was just comforting, and she kind of, like, came to me, she's like, it's going to be okay, it's fine, you know? Um, so I think just being able to be, like, vulnerable around her in that way, because I used to feel like that would freak her out. Like, I don't want to worry her. Yeah. I actually have a different – a second one that's kind of a random yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was a period when I was working in Santa Monica, and I went to, um, like, a holiday party, and I didn't – I had – a negative experience coming back pretty late and it's in santa monica so i thought it should have been pretty safe but i actually got um what do you call that mugged <gasps> so not at not at weapon point but these two teenage boys came running at me out of nowhere and i was walking to my car and like ripped my purse out of my hand and i flipped like back, <gasps> and i was so taken aback and so shocked i was like screaming at them like these people came out of their homes like are you okay is everything fine so they called the cops All the stuff happened. But essentially, like, they took my keys and everything. So I couldn't... Like, my car was totally... And this was, like, coming back from a holiday party at, like, 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And I called my sister, who is back in Mission Viejo. And she drove all the way from Mission Viejo to Santa Monica and then drove me all the way back to Mission Viejo. And I was, like, bawling in the car the whole time. And she's like, is everything okay? Are you okay? I was like, that's it's fine. But I knew I was like, shit, she must be like... This must scare her to hell, like, that this is happening. And then we... she. Swung by Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's Aww. like, oh my God. Yeah, but there are moments like that where I always felt like mm. you never want to put your younger sibling in a place like that because you don't want to subject them to feeling worried yeah. or, or feeling scared themselves. But she's always been able to take it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like the feeling of like, um, I don't want to feel like I'm relying on the younger one because I feel like I, sh- I should be the one that you rely on. Yeah. But moments like this, you're like, oh shit, like you are dependable. I could depend on you. You know, yeah. I can depend on you from time to time. Whereas for me, it
2: was less like the. It was more about like feeling like she was strong enough to take mm-hmm. it because I think you're always scared. You don't want to like. Mm. I, I always felt like I had to protect her. I don't want to mm. have her be afraid. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but I was mm-hmm. like, okay, she can see me not be okay, and herself still be okay. Mm. That was my biggest thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay, Penny.
3: Oh, <laughs> I like appreciate your siblings so much. <laughs> oh yeah. Well,
2: this is a really good episode. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So this was such an amazing episode. I loved getting to hear about your sister and your brother so much more, and I appreciate them because they've shaped you into the people that you are today as well. So we were actually going to bring them on to this episode, but
1: holy crap, we're like
2: an hour in. I know. We couldn't stop
1: talking about them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today as we, you know, got vulnerable with our relationships with our siblings. There were a couple times today when I was looking at both of you, they were like, holding you hold down some kind of tears a little bit i there think you're what? You guys are holding down tears oh right a
2: little bit. Yeah.
1: See, I know. I think when it comes to our siblings, they hold, a such a, they hold such a special place in our hearts.
2: Yeah, I, I do believe that there is no one in the world who knows you the way that um, a sibling does. And no one that you know in the world better than your sibling. Speaking of special people, we have a shout out today. Shout out from Therese to Jenny. Wishing you a happy birthday. She knows you've been working super hard and burning that midnight oil during pandemic. So, she hopes this will brighten your day. Happy 26th birthday to Michelle in New York City for your friend
3: Gloria. She says she is so proud of you for almost completing your occupational therapy program. Happy birthday to Macy in Toronto from Anne Marie. She says she's so grateful to have met you in this past year and she wishes you all the best in life. Continue to be the Asian boss girl that you are in everything that you do. Happy birthday to Juno in Toronto from your boyfriend Kevin. He says he loves you very much. And from Denali to Simon, she wants to thank you for appearing in her life. You are the right time at the right moment. And she says, hope we can meet up in person soon. Love you. And lastly, shout out to Chelsea in Houston from your sister, Ashley. Ooh, this shout out is a perfect way to wrap up this episode on siblings. Ashley says, you are always fun to talk to and so
2: hardworking. And as your younger sister, you continue to be a good sister to me. And I love you. If you'd like to give a shout-out to a friend or wish them a happy birthday, congratulate them on a new job, um, or just say that you're thinking about them, check out the form in our link and bio in our Instagram, and we'll give them a shout-out at the end of one of our upcoming episodes.
3: We also have some partnerships that we want to share with you all, BetterHelp, Ritual Vitamin, Daily Harvest, and more. The links and codes you can use for a discount can be
1: found in our show notes. For more partnership discounts, head to our website. You can find us on all the podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a rating review at Asian Boss Girl.
2: If you'd like to support us through monthly donations, you can do so at anchor.fm slash Girl support. We're also very active on social. Our handle is at AsianBossGirl. If you enjoyed today's episode, comment on our post and leave an emoji of your sibling or screen cap the podcast and tag us, and we may reshare on our IG story.
3: How can you leave an emoji of your sibling? There's like the little kids, yeah. like the bees. Yeah, yeah, oh, like sister and brother okay. Brother. So for anyone confused, I'm, we clarified it. <laughs> I was like, can I create one for Annie and <laughs> person? <laughs> You can also find us on YouTube where we release videos every Sunday. You'll find some vlogs and our show, Dear ABG, where we answer your listener submitted questions. So make sure you subscribe to our
1: channel, Asian Boss Girl. You can also check out our latest collection of merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. And thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this
2: one. Catch
1: us on the next episode. Bye. Bye!
2: Thanks again for joining us on this episode. And if you're looking for more, check out our live show that will be happening every week on the Stereo app. Last week, we talked about women who inspire us, and the week before that, we chatted about our 30th birthdays. Tune in to find out what we talk about this week. Stereo is the app for live social conversation, and we want to talk directly with you, our listeners. You can join our show, ask questions, and share your experiences and opinions live with us. Download the Stereo app if you haven't already, and join us live this week. For a link to the show, check out our Instagram at Asian Boss Girl and click on the link that says Weekly Live Show on Stereo. That's Instagram.com slash and click on our link tree to grab the link right after this episode. We'll see you all there.